jumping into a leap weekend. Hi, I'm John Rawl, and happy leap year celebration, February 29th, Saturday. Congratulations, especially for all of you who have one of those leap year slash leap day birthdays on Saturday. What are you going to be, five, ten years old? <laughs> Congratulations. We're going to have a great time here on this Leap Weekend. On today's end-of-the-week celebration of the Y'all Show, we've got headlines from across the southeast. We'll tell you about how the state of South Carolina is in a little bit of a hot water over the LBGTQ issue. All that coming up. Also, speaking of the Palmetto State, voters there go to the polls Saturday for the Democratic primary. We'll let you know the latest on that front, including some feedback from the last Democratic governor, of South Carolina. Jim Hodges, he weighed in on Joe Biden's prospects for the weekend. On Tuesday of next week, you got Super Tuesday going on in a bunch of southern states, and a famous member of Nashville Music Royalty slash Hollywood Royalty was in the Memphis area campaigning for Elizabeth Warren this week. We'll let you know about that and what else we can expect Super Tuesday across the Southeast. Also have some stories coming out of Maryland and Baltimore specifically. Uh, news about the University of Mississippi. They've apologized for the way they treated black protesters back in 1970. Now, 50 years later, an apology coming from the U of M, the University of Mississippi in Oxford. We'll have all that. Plus, in North Carolina, a female wrestler has won a high school championship there. We'll let you know about that as we scan the headlines of the South here on today's Y'all Show. Later this hour, we've got a quick look at our college sports showcase of what's going on this weekend. We'll let you know about all the big college basketball games on the docket, the top 25 action featuring Southern teams. We got that breakdown as well as football news and the whole lineup of what's going on in college baseball this weekend. A lot of teams are in these kind of early season tournaments that will be taking place. We had one last weekend in Round Rock, Texas. The Tennessee Volunteers really came out of that better than anybody. This weekend, we've got some tournaments going on in North Carolina and in Houston. We'll let you know about all of that coming up in our College Sports Spectacular in the next segment. And before the hour's up, going back to talk a little Democratic politics. On Tuesday of this week, Zeke Stokes was our very special guest. And Zeke is a Democratic strategy and the founder, strategist and the founder of ZS Strategies. And he was our guest on Tuesday as part of our Southern Political Report. And he's in South Carolina this week working hard as Democrats try to get people out to the polls and come up with a primary winner. Zeke Stokes will go back to Tuesday and a portion of our interview with this Democratic strategist that's coming up at the end of the hour as part of our ICYMI, in case y'all missed it. In hour two of today's y'all show, it is Leap Day Saturday, and in honor of that, we've got a perfect song to play. An Arkansas blues man back in 1940 recorded a song called Leap Year Blues. And we'll hear that record from Big Bill and let you know more about this late singer. He passed away way back in the 1950s, but thankfully he went in and recorded this record. And we're going to play it. It's a little scratchy, but it's going to be fun to hear. Leap Year Blues. Get your blues game on. And we'll do that as part of our Friday Free For Y'all at the start of Hour 2. Also, we've got hashtag hullabaloo, a lot of good stuff there, including Marine Corps. Uh, the Marine Corps is getting politically correct, it sounds like, and I'll weigh in on that and actually tell you a story of why the Marine Corps here in 2020 just might be getting a little anti-Southern, a little anti-Confederate. I think there's some jealousy 
going on in the U.S. Marine Corps. And I'll explain in hour two as part of our hashtag hullabaloo. And we have other good stuff we'll go pass along there in that feature. Then as we wrap up today's y'all show, we'll take a quick look at the new movies hitting theaters this weekend. We'll let you know where NASCAR is racing this weekend as they're on their West Coast swing. What's up with golf as golf returns to the South. The first tournament in the South is this weekend in Florida. We'll let you know about that. And also we'll give you all the other information, including XFL football week. What is it for this week coming up in XFL football? Good Lord, that that, uh, new league's already reached its, what, end of the first quarter. And we'll tell you the matchups here on week four of XFL football. All that right here on today's Y'all Show with John Rawl. Our number, 803-816-1170. You can email us at your leisure, y'all show at yall.com. Couple of streaming apps, uh, apps out there that you can get on your phone or iPad and listen to us when you want to. And those are the Apple Podcast app, the iHeartRadio app, and the TuneIn app, all free of charge. All you got to do is put it on your phone or your iPad. And every time you want to hear the Y'all Show, you just pop that little app open and look for Y'all Show, and it's right there. And it's so easy. And it allows you to instantly share to others. When you have a episode like this one that you're sitting there just blown away by what we're talking about today. And you're part of the conversation, by the way. And if you've got somebody down at the beauty shop that you think needs to hear this, you can just push a button and send it to them and you'll be a hero to them. And that's what we're hoping to do. Make heroes out of all y'all. Well, as we start into the headlines of the South here on this end of the week celebration in south carolina you may not know this it's against the state law in the palmetto state for public school sex education classes which i am a proud alumnus of there in south carolina eighth grade was the year i think we went through the school public school sex ed classes and it's against the law in south carolina to mention anything other than heterosexual relationships unless the talk involves stds and now a federal lawsuit's trying to change all of this. The National Center for Lesbian Rights and Lambda Legal said their lawsuit filed this week seeks to overturn the Comprehensive Health Education Act of 1988 as an unconstitutional violation of the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. The law there in South Carolina also says that any teacher who allows a discussion of alternate sexual lifestyles, including homosexual relationships, except in the context of instruction concerning sexually transmitted transmitted diseases, can be fired. Molly Spearman is the state superintendent of education in South Carolina, and she's named as a defendant in the lawsuit. She's agreed that the law is on shaky ground. More to come on this as a lawsuit going forward in South Carolina all over the LBGTQ and their argument about the sex ed discussions there in the classrooms of public schools in South Carolina. Governor Jim Hodges was the governor of South Carolina about 20 years ago, and he was the last Democratic governor in South Carolina. And he, this week, is speaking on the eve of the Democratic primary, and he said that based on what he's seeing There's a lot of strong support for moderates, and that's why he says the black voters are going to go, he thinks, soundly with Joe Biden. As he told America's Newsroom on Fox, I think he will win soundly on Saturday. Hodges has endorsed former Vice President Joe Biden, and Hodges, governor of South Carolina, 1999 to 2003. His comments came after Jim Clyburn also endorsed the former Vice President 
on Wednesday for the Democratic nomination for president. And Jim Clyburn expected to win. The question, the big question for South Carolina is how much will he win by? According to the Real Clear Politics average for the South Carolina primary, Biden is leading the field with a 30.3% polling of the vote. Sanders comes in with a 22% polling in South Carolina. Only looking at South Carolina here. And a win for Sanders may not be truly winning this primary Saturday. It might be coming within five points. That's what a lot of the pundits on TV said, that a, a, win, a true win by Biden is a win by seven, eight points or greater. If Bernie Sanders can bring in this to be more about a 5% win or less for Joe Biden, then it's a good day for Bernie Sanders because as soon as South Carolina wraps up Saturday night, everybody's on to Super Tuesday, and that's the real the real Burger King basket is what's happening on Tuesday. South Carolina will be in the rearview mirror at that point, and even if Joe Biden walks away with a victory in the Palmetto State, what happens on Tuesday will be far more important, and that's why some of these candidates have literally kind of figured literally and figuratively kind of checked out of south carolina already moved on to the big one and then after tuesday you're going to see we had seven candidates on stage and there were other candidates that did not even make the stage that are actually still in this race people like tulsi gabbard and you're going to see out of those eight people i just mentioned here half of them will be gone come wednesday there's no way they're going to continue their campaign if they're not feasible after super tuesday even billionaires like tom steyer i I would expect him to be dropping out if he doesn't finish number two or number one in south carolina and then he finishes let's say six in super tuesday why would he why would he continue now super tuesday is like we said a major major contest tuesday in states like texas arkansas tennessee north carolina virginia and uh, maybe leaving out alabama sorry alabama those are our southern states. Oklahoma, too, I think is part of that. And there's a lot of states. California also. Oh, Texas. Did I mention Texas was part of Super Tuesday? Yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of them. Well, Tennessee is going to be a place where their Democrats are hoping to make a little bit of inroads. This is a very red state, the volunteer state. And there is at least one Hollywood celebrity that's trying to do her best to get Elizabeth Warren to be the winner in Tennessee's vote on Tuesday as preliminary turnout numbers from the early vote in Shelby County. That's where Memphis is. 43,698 ballots have already been cast in Shelby County, the Democratic stronghold of the state of Tennessee. And a lot of people coming in and out of the entire state, mostly in the Memphis area because that is the largest Democratic chunk of votes. Nashville certainly is a blue city as well. And I wouldn't say Knoxville and Chattanooga are, and that's that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Tennessee is very deep Republican red, but there are a little bit of blue elements to it, Memphis and Nashville most notably. Now, Ashley Judd is who I'm talking about. Ashley Judd was in Memphis this week to stump for Elizabeth Warren. She's also going to campaign for Elizabeth Warren the night of Super the night before Super Tuesday. Monday night she'll be in Nashville campaigning for the Massachusetts senator. And she said, It's up to each of us to do our part on behalf of Elizabeth Warren. Ashley Judd went on to say she has got the guts to stand up to anybody and say to them, You are not qualified. You are corrupt. You should be fired. 
You are a moral stain. You need to stand down. You need to go home. Strong words from Ashley Judd. Now, it was in Memphis back in December. She might be referring to Mike Bloomberg, Ashley Judd. Bloomberg unveiled his health care platform in the Bluff City, and he's going to be speaking here this weekend at an event at Minglewood Hall in Memphis. Mayor Jim Strickland is the national co-chair of Mike Bloomberg's campaign. So Memphis certainly on the Democratic candidate's mind. Ashley Judd there last week or this week, and now she'll be in Nashville Monday night trying to rally the vote there in Davidson County for her favorite Democratic candidate, Elizabeth Warren. Ashley Judd, a longtime Democratic mouthpiece. I know she used to be very vocal in support of President Obama, and that often caused a little bit of a scene when she would be trying to cheer on her beloved Kentucky Wildcats, and some of the Kentucky fans weren't necessarily proud of her being so darn political. Just get back to acting and getting back to... I have never heard her sing. You know, She's got a sister and a mama that can sing, but actually, I don't know if the Lord didn't bless you with good vocal pipes to sing or not, but you, you ought to try it. I, you probably could be pretty good at it. Now to the state of Maryland and the former Baltimore mayor, Catherine Pugh, is scheduled to be sentenced in a years-long scheme that sold her self-published children's books to nonprofits and foundations to promote her political career and fund her run for mayor. The 69-year-old former mayor pleaded guilty to federal conspiracy and tax evasion charges in, in November. The Democratic politician was elected mayor of Baltimore in 2016 but had to resign in May of 2020, rather 2019 after authorities began investigating how her book, Healthy Holly, she had bulk sales of this book that netted her hundreds of thousands of dollars. Her attorneys have suggested a sentence of 366 days, while prosecutors have asked for nearly five years. I haven't seen President Trump weigh in on this one, but yes, this former mayor now being sentenced this week in a book sales scheme and getting the bulk. I mean, there were, I think, a couple hundred thousand copies of this thing published and given out to schools, but those nonprofits and foundations were paying for this. That's the reason she had to plead guilty, and she's going to be going to jail for a little bit of time, it looks like. Also in the state of Maryland, Towson University students there are calling on school officials to rename two campus buildings that honor prominent Maryland politicians. Back in the 19th century, these Maryland politicians were also slave owners. This student group at Towson, Tigers for Justice, they've collected nearly 3,000 signatures on an online petition advocating for the renaming of two dormitories, Paca House and Carroll Hall. Charles Carroll was one of Maryland's first senators. William Paca served as the state's third governor. Former Maryland State Archivist Edward Panafuse confirmed that the men, both signers of the Declaration of Independence, by the way, were also slaveholders. Of course, Maryland was a slaveholding state. Maryland was certainly pro-Southern in the days of the Civil War, but because of the suspension of habeas corpus and more from Abraham Lincoln, he essentially said he was going to declare war on Maryland if they became a Confederate state, and therefore Maryland was not officially a Confederate state, but they provided a lot of soldiers to the Southern cause back in the 19th century. So this is an effort now by some of these students at this Maryland University to try to change this. Maryland law states that public universities must go through the University System of Maryland Board of Regents to change campus building names. There's an uphill climb here if they want to get this measure passed. But again, these two guys, yes, they were slaveholders, but they were also signers of the Declaration of Independence, which was filled with slaveholders. 
from both the north and the south mostly southern southern there in the 18th century when that happened but yes maryland just like every other state in america mostly in the south some of the northern states has a complicated history when it comes to slavery as we wrap up black history month now speaking of black history month in a way to bring some reconciliation at the university of mississippi that school has now apologized to several dozen black students who were arrested in 1970 for protesting racial inequality on the mostly white campus where at that time there were certainly symbols of confederate imagery and a certain southern pride which still exist i know they've been chipping away for a long time but you go to oxford you go to university of mississippi you're going to feel a little bit more southern there than you will let's say at a college somewhere in the south where all you see is skyscrapers provost noel wilkins said this week at a news conference that i'm sorry it took us 50 years to do this black power at Ole miss remembrance reckoning and repair at 50 years that was the name of this conference held this past this this week here the university awarded a diploma to one of those people who was arrested lenny liggins who's now known as lenny liggins willis she completed her coursework before her arrest but the university at the time refused to give her the diploma she had earned she's worked as an executive director at lucas metropolitan metropolitan housing authority in ohio for many many years back on february 24th 1970 40 members of the Black Student Union at the University of Mississippi presented a list of demands to the then-Chancellor Porter Fortune. They wanted the university to hire more black faculty members, begin a black studies program, and eliminate Confederate imagery at a time when many white students waved the Confederate flag at football games, something that went on very, very active until the late 1990s. Also, back in 1970, a group of black students burned a Confederate flag and danced on tables in the cafeteria to the music of B.B. King. And now, 50 years later, the, at least one of the members of the administration there at the University of Mississippi, by the way, not the current chancellor, it's the provost that had to come out and say that, I'm sorry it took us 50 years to do this. And I don't know why the chancellor didn't do this. Maybe, maybe there's a little bit of a disagreement, but regardless... The university apologizing to these protesters, 40 of them back in the early 1970s. There's that motto out there. You got to drain the swamp in Washington, D.C. Well, the swamp this week needs to be draining something that's in southern swamps, and that would be Nutra, a measure to grant funding to eradicate Nutra. This invasive swamp rat has now been passed by the U.S. House, and they actually brought in a real live rodent to help. I guess, showcase what these things and how awful they are. And it was actually this measure brought forward by a Californian representative, Josh Harder, brought in a Nutra named Nellie to the House floor ahead of the vote, and the House approved this bill. Garrett Graves of Louisiana co-sponsored the legislation, which Louisiana is full of Nutra. And this effort is going to support making $12 million available each year until the year 2025 to about a dozen states battling the invasion of Nutra. As this measure says, nearly 4.5 million people live in Louisiana, yet we have an estimated 20 million Nutra. Louisiana recently upped the bounty to pay its hunters who kill Nutra. They're going to pay now $6. They were paying $5 a piece. Nutra, a web-toed buck-toothed rodent, they're in between the size of muskrats and beavers and are known for nibbling on tree roots, causing erosion to land and marshes. Nutra are native to South America, and they came to the U.S. 
in the 20th century and do y'all know how they got to america you may not you may never want to buy tabasco again it was the McElhenney family that owns tabasco that had these things on an island just off the gulf coast there of louisiana and a hurricane pushed them onto the mainland and from there they've just kind of taken off and gone all over the place yes tabasco you're responsible for neutral these things shouldn't even be in this country and now they're pretty much all over the south in our swamp areas at least neutral fur has been used as a source of pelts for coats and hats but a decline in the fur industry has meant that many of neutrals they've been released and some escaped california has allocated 10 million dollars in state money to fight its neutral population and officials used the money to put together a team of 40 employees tasked with driving down the number of rodents how would you like to be a professional neutra killer well they must have them in california right now most of the south like louisiana they're asking you to go out there and bring in a neutra tail and if you bring in a neutra tail that means you've killed them and again the bounty for that in louisiana right now is six dollars could be a new career change for some of you <laughs> more headlines from the south about 40 percent of american adults are obese according to a new government survey and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, which certainly has more than its uh, fair share of things to do these days with coronavirus and such. The findings come out from a 2017 and 2018 health survey that measures height and weight, and more than 5,000 American adults took part in the survey. The survey found out that the obesity rate was 42% higher than the 40%, that's 2% higher, than a 2015-2016 study. The severe obesity rate was more than 9% in the new survey, up from the 8% figure in the previous one. Numbers are considered statistically significant. The survey numbers are small enough that there's a mathematical chance the rates didn't truly rise, but we'll We'll just assume they did. Yes, we got to be a little bit more cautious out there, especially in the South, where we have a lot of obese people, yours included. I think I am. I haven't got on the old scale here lately and checked my BMI. Now, according to that, a BMI of 25 or greater is considered overweight. A BMI of 30 and above is obese. A BMI of 40 or above is severely obese. A person who's five foot four. The average height for U.S. women is considered obese at a weight of 174 pounds, severely obese, above 232 pounds. A person at 5'9", about the average height for men, is deemed to be obese at 203 pounds, severely obese at 270. They don't have my height listed, so I'll just say right now, there's a chance, there's always a chance that I could be perfectly healthy. We hope you're perfectly healthy. That that's the goal here on today's y'all show. Some financial news: Regions Bank out of Birmingham. They've announced they're acquiring Ascentium Capital. That's a Texas-based firm that focuses on small business. Terms of the deal undisclosed. The transaction is expected to close during the second quarter of 2020. Ascentium Capital is the largest independent equipment finance leader in America, with approximately two billion dollars in loans and leases. Is one of the year-end and originations of 1.5 billion dollars in 2019. Ascentium Capital has more than 460 employees and partners with about 4,000 manufacturers, dealers, and distributors. Again, Ascentium Capital of Texas now partnering with Regions Bank as the Birmingham-based operation acquiring this Texas business. In Florida, a still stamp, they're still preparing to spring ahead there, but they can't. We've got a time chime change coming up pretty soon. It'll be next weekend, March 8th, is when you'll be springing forward. 
But according to a law passed in 2018 in Florida, the Sunshine Protection Act, Florida is supposed to kind of go to a new way of doing things. Unfortunately, they're not able to have this permanent year-round daylight savings time until Congress actually passes it. And that's something that still has not happened. Yes, Florida residents are still preparing to turn their clocks ahead and keep them that way. But unless Congress signs off on it, and this is not the only place, two other states and other territories are also waiting for congressional approval to have permanent daylight savings time. Marco Rubio and Vern Buchanan have tried to get multiple times bills passed in Congress, and they have not been able to do so. So right now, Floridians... You can spring forward, but you're going to have to spring back unless Congress changes things here in this 2020 session. And lastly, here in our headlines as we scan Dixie, a female wrestler has made history in the state of North Carolina, winning a state high school wrestling championship as junior Heaven Fitch of Uahari Charter became the first female to win one of the association that would be the North Carolina High School Athletics Association to win their individual state wrestling championship as she won the 106-pound weight class at the 1A division on Saturday. Again, Heaven Fitch out of North Carolina winning this in Raleigh, and she is a big winner. She had a 54-4 and record for the season and won Most Outstanding Wrestler in the 1A division. She beat a wrestler out of Robbinsville, North Carolina, to win the state championship. She said she, when she started high school, she would never expect to have such success as a wrestler, she says that she's going to keep doing it and maybe come back next year and win another state championship there in North Carolina on the mat. Wrestling's a big, that's a big sport in a lot of Southern states. And here in North Carolina, evidently they let female wrestlers go out there and wrestle with, with the boys. And that might be commonplace. I, I don't follow high school wrestling enough, but yes, we have some history made in North Carolina this week with a female winning the state championship for wrestling. When we come back on y'all show, we've got sports talk coming your way. We've got the latest basketball news, and we'll break down where teams are going this weekend for week three of college baseball. That's ahead as part of our college sports spotlight. That's up next. Keeps coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. 
and I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. It's the Renegade School Fight Song. The Renegade being the Maryland Terrapins, the defectors out of the ACC, and Maryland basketball, which has won a national championship here in the last 15 years or so, might be on a war path right back to another national title as this team now in the Big Ten. They've got a chance to win the Big Ten title. Right now, the Terrapins rank number eight in the latest top 25, have a two-game lead in the Big Ten standings with three games remaining this is the y'all show john Rawl back with you this is our college sports showcase as we have a end of the week celebration of all things southern and yes maryland they've not quite secured this outright league title the last being 18 years ago when members of the atlantic coast conference but coach mark turgeon has says we we got a team of fighters and that includes this week when they went up to minnesota and walked out of there with a thrilling 74 73 victory over the Golden Gophers and Maryland with a chance to win. They haven't won their conference since back in 2002. That was also the year they won their national title. The Maryland Terps, one of the best teams in college basketball this year. Daryl Morsell made the game-winning three-pointer in that win over Minnesota. The Terrapins are atop the Big Ten standings and have a good chance to win out going forward and bring another title back to College Park. Now, speaking of what's going on in March Madness, as Big Ten, we told you on what I think Thursday's y'all show, the Big Ten right now projected by Joe Lenardi of Bracketology to have the conference with the most teams in March Madness. Ten teams projected out of the Big Ten, and those Terps just might be the top team, maybe a number one seed perhaps if they can keep winning. The Big East with seven teams projected. Here in the South, the Big 12's got five teams projected. The ACC five, SEC four, the American Conference with teams like Houston that's have good, they've had great season there. The Cougars, American Conference AAC with three, the Mountain West with two, and the Atlantic 10 with two. Most of the other conferences in the South are lucky to have one participant. Looking at on the bubble teams, the last four buys, according to Joe Lenardi, out of the South, he's got no one, actually, a, a team right on the border. Xavier is on that list, but nobody else from the South. As far as the last four in, according to his projection, he's got the Sooners of Oklahoma and NC State, two of the four teams he projects to be the last four in. The first four out, according to Joe Lenardi, the Richmond Spiders, I think they're in the Atlantic 10 in college basketball, and Mississippi State's also on that list of the first four out. And Stark Vegas not happy with that one, but... You know what, Coach? 
there, Coach Howland and MSU, just keep winning, baby, just like Al Davis would tell you, and you might just end up going to the big dance. There's a sure way you can go. You can go win the SEC basketball tournament in Nashville in a couple of weeks. And another set of Joe Lenardi's projections, the next four out. So you got the first four out, then the next four out, and three of the four, well, all four teams actually in this are in the South including the Georgetown Hoyas out of our nation's capital. They're in the next four out. The Memphis Tigers, they're in this mix, as well as Alabama and the South Carolina Gamecocks. Those projections coming from Joe Lenardi. Who does he have right now listed as the number one seeds in college basketball for his projections? He's got Kansas. No surprise there. They are actually number one in the entire country this week after they went into Waco and defeated the Bears. Speaking of the Bears, he's got them listed as a number one seed. Also listed the team that just lost their first game here the other day, the Aztecs of San Diego State. And then he's got Gonzaga as the other team with a number one seed heading into March Madness. All these are just projections from Joe Lenardi, Bracketology, and ESPN providing that information. As far as top 25 basketball going on here this weekend, hey, Friday night lights at the University of Dayton Arena this evening, actually. You got the number four Dayton Flyers. Congratulations to Dayton. A tremendous year on the court there for the Flyers. And they've got Davidson in for an Atlantic 10 matchup there. Again, this is a Friday night game. ESPN2 is your broadcast home for this one. It starts at 7 Eastern, 6 o'clock Dayton time. Wildcats, Steph Curry, and Dayton on the hard court Friday night lights. Then on Saturday, busy day, top 25 games that include Southern teams. The Texas Longhorns will be in Lubbock. They're at United Supermarks Arena. The Texas Tech Red Raiders await Texas Tech right now, number 22 in the land. Baylor tries to bounce back this weekend. They lost last weekend at home. This weekend, they go up to the Ed and Ray Schollmeyer Arena on the campus of TCU. The Horn Frogs and Baylor get together. A little revivalry matchup on the hardcore. ESPN is where you'll find this one, 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Fort Worth time. Florida State will be at Little John. The Clemson Tigers host FSU. FSU ranked number six in the latest AP poll. I think they're the highest ranked ACC team right now. This is a game, again, at 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Central. Digital only on the ACCNX digital package there. Auburn and Kentucky have a top 15 battle at Rupp Arena in Lexington. This one starts at 345 Eastern, 245 Central time from Rupp Arena game televised on cbs espn 2's got oklahoma and west virginia a good little big 12 battle at wvu coliseum in morgantown this one's going to go on at four o'clock eastern three o'clock central espn 2 the home for that one duke and uva get together at john paul jones arena espn's where you'll find this one starting at six eastern saturday five central also, you've got from the South, Maryland, as we said, a team right now with just a handful of wins could be the Big Ten winners. They'll be at home against number 24, Michigan State, and this will be a game starting at 8 Eastern, 7 o'clock Central, televised on ESPN2. And those are your Southern teams in action in college basketball this weekend. To the ladies we go, and the South Carolina Gamecocks on Sunday will be hosting Texas A&M. If South Carolina can close out here with two straight conference wins this week to wrap up conference play, they'll finish SEC play perfect this season, heading into next week's SEC basketball tournament in Greenville, South Carolina. The Aggies in South Carolina, they're a high noon Sunday game on ESPN2 if you want to tune in and see that. In the ACC, Virginia Tech and Louisville get together Sunday at Yum Center, also a high noon Eastern, 11 o'clock Central tip. 
Also on Sunday, you got Texas Tech and TCU. TCU ranked number 25 in women's college basketball. This game will be in Lubbock, 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 noon Central. UVA hosts NC State. NC State in the top 10 right now. This is a 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Central time tip. And Kentucky and Vanderbilt get together at Memorial Gym. Kentucky, Matthew Mitchell's team, number 15. This is an SECN Plus broadcast, 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock, Music City time. Notre Dame will be in Tallahassee to take on the number 19 Florida State Seminoles. This is a mid-afternoon tip on Sunday. The Egg Bowl in Oxford, the Ole Miss Mississippi Land Sharks, they are 0 and 15 or 16. I forgot. They have not won an SEC game. They're not, they're not going to win Sunday. As Mississippi State comes in Sunday, ranked number 10 in the land, this is a game at the Pavilion, the end of the SEC season, mercifully for Mississippi, and they'll be taking on their in state foe in the Bulldogs. And then finally, in SEC, or rather Southern play, congratulations to the Missouri State Bears out of Springfield, Missouri. They're ranked number 21 in the country, and the Bears will be playing Bradley. The Braves host them with a tip-off at 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Peoria, Illinois time there between Missouri State and Bradley in women's college basketball. A lot of our great alumni of Southern football institutions like Clemson and LSU and Georgia and Alabama and Florida State and more are all participating in the NFL combine that's going on right now. They've been measuring and getting all kind of tests in, meeting with these players, and this combine in Indianapolis is going to keep going on. You'll be able to tune in to the NFL Network for over the course of the weekend. If you've got to have your NFL fix, you'll be able to see a lot of these great players coming out of Southern schools, even players like Harrison Bryant out of Florida Atlantic, part of the combine here this weekend. Should be a well worth tuning in and seeing if your favorite schools represented at this weekend's combine. And lastly, in our college sports showcase, this weekend on the Diamond, you got a couple of different tournaments going on across the nation and tournaments that bring in multiple teams to them. One tournament going on is the Keith LeClaire Classic at Greenville, North Carolina at ECU, and the number 15 Mississippi Landsharks will be there. And on this start of the weekend, they've got a Friday night matchup against High Point, the High Point Panthers and the Mississippi Landsharks to start off Mississippi ranked number 15 in the latest D1 baseball poll. NC State's going to be one of the three tobacco road schools that are stamping their passport and heading up to Minneapolis for a, a, a little ACC Big Ten challenge going on there this weekend. I think this is at the Twins ballpark. NC State faces off against Iowa here on this opening game. Texas Tech's in the tournament at FSU. They've got Florida Atlantic to start the weekend. Louisville and Western Michigan get together. Purdue and Duke will be there at that tournament in Minnesota this weekend. Arkansas and Oklahoma, there's a tournament going on in Houston. The Shriners Hospital for Children College Classic and the Hogs and OU start off the weekend. Oklahoma State and UCLA have a tournament going on in Frisco, Texas, the Frisco College Baseball Classic this weekend. That's the opening game for them. GW, George Washington, plays the Red Hot Tennessee Vols this weekend. Indiana and East Carolina are part of that same Greenville, North Carolina Classic, and those two teams face off to start the weekend. Clean, old-fashioned, hate baseball style. Georgia Tech and Georgia get together this weekend. Hawaii will be at number two Vanderbilt. Cal State Northridge will be at number 19 UCF. 
And at that same FSU tournament down in Tallahassee, FSU's got their in-state foe, the Owls of Florida Atlantic coming in. FSU ranked number nine in the latest polls. Florida's ranked number one. They've got the Troy Trojans in for a series. The Towson Tigers come down from Maryland. They'll be at number seven, Miami. Auburn's got Wright State this weekend. Dallas Baptist hosts Arkansas State. Dallas Baptist ranked number 23 in the land. Number 18, Texas A&M is part of that Frisco, Texas tournament. They play this weekend to get started with Illinois. Texas is at that Houston tournament, and the Longhorns will be taking on the number 11 LSU Tigers to start the weekend. Also in the South, Mississippi State's got Long Beach State in a series, and that's what's going on with some of your Southern Top 25 college baseball teams here this third weekend of college baseball when we come back on the y'all show we're going to switch over from talking college sports and tell you a little bit about democratic the blood sport of democratic politics zeke stokes is a democratic strategist and he was our guest on tuesday we're going to rewind back to tuesday and mr stokes is going to tell us about saturday's democratic primary and give us his insider analysis on what's going on there in the palmetto state all that's coming up in ICYMI, in case y'all missed it. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. to the y'all show and i'm glad that you could take a little time out as we close up this first hour of our y'all show right now we have a feature that we have here in our end of the week celebration of the y'all show it's called 
In case y'all missed it, I-C-Y-M-I. And on Saturday, voters in South Carolina have the opportunity to go to the polls and select a Democratic challenger for president as the Democratic primary hits South Carolina this weekend. On Tuesday, we had a special guest come on, Democratic strategist Zeke Stokes. He's the founder of ZS Strategies. We had an awesome conversation. We encourage you to go to y'all.com or any of our podcast partners and pull up the entire 25-minute interview that Zeke and i enjoyed here on the show talking politics and more even talked a little barbecue there in south carolina but here's a little sample of zeke stokes his conversation his insight into saturday's democratic primary and the great state of south carolina yeah i ran races in south carolina for a long time and and you know there are always these these speculations about one party jumping into another's primary to spoil it. And I've never seen it actually happen in any real numbers. Um, you know, I think it's, it's a great media story and it's good fodder for Twitter, but I don't think there's any reality to it. You would have to spend an awful lot of money and be really, really organized, uh, in order to do that. And I just think smart, smart politicians and political operatives know that that's not a good way to spend resources. Um, and honestly, you know, if you look at the math, and you look at the at how you know Sanders could run the board. It's possible they don't. He doesn't even need Republicans voting and voting for him in South Carolina. You know, he goes into this race on Saturday with with no question. He's the front runner, um, and it's his uh, to win at this point. If you just look at the math and the calendar, um, and, you know, when you and when you look at you know the rest of the field, you know, uh, you know Bernie's got. You know, somewhere between 30 and uh, 25 and 30 percent. So you've got 60 to 75 percent of Democratic voters who prefer someone other than Bernie Sanders. But if they can't unite, if they don't unite um, and behind a single candidate, you know, they're providing a really clear path to path to the nomination for Bernie. So can Bernie Sanders, in your opinion, win this thing? You're saying outright. That's what it sounds like. I don't know if he can win it outright, but he can certainly go into it, go into the convention with a plurality of the delegates uh, and perhaps um, uh, the a plurality of the um, of the actual vote totals from from the states. And then, you know, it you know, who knows what would happen at a contested convention? I don't think that's super likely. I think, you know. Uh, something will happen between here and there to, to to settle the nomination one way or another. But you can see procedurally, or you know, just from looking at the math, that he does have a he does have a path to get there. From the Tuesday Y'all Show, that was Zeke Stokes, Democratic strategist, weighing in on this weekend's Democratic primary in the Palmetto State. And that's part of ICYMI. In case y'all missed it, go back to our Tuesday show. And our entire interview with Zeke Stokes is available for you to listen at your leisure. Well, we have a whole nother hour of the Y'all Show, and it's headed your way after this break. Stay tuned. We'll start it off with the perfect song for Saturday. It is officially a leap day as part of a leap year, and we got the leap year blues. Yes, we really do. In fact, there's a song called that by a guy named Big Bill going back to 1940 for this one. We'll play that for you. Plus, we got hashtag hullabaloo coming up in hour two, and we'll take a look at the movies and what's going on on the PGA Tour this weekend as golfers are back in the South. Can't wait to hear about that. All that headed in hour two of the Y'all Show. Beep's coming. You know what to do. 
Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Woo! Let's get crazy! In movies, when someone at a party jumps into a pool fully dressed, everyone cheers them on and jumps in too. Just so you know, in real life parties, nobody jumps in after you. You just look stupid. Come on, jump in! Come on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Leaping into another hour of the Y'all Show here on a Leap Day weekend. And we start the fun off this hour with a little David Lee Murphy. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights Misery looking for some company And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming back and laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like I just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over Looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow Wherever I wake up I'll look back and try to recall Just where the heck's my truck 
So take my keys and lock them up tight And let the good times flow And I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light The night's still young And I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party cry Slamming them back And laughing out loud with the smoke so thick The blues can't hang around With the two fights jumping like they just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party All right, now let's hear you. Yes, and tonight I'm looking for a party crowd, slamming them back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around. Oh, let's close February down in style, y'all. Let's hear you. You just don't care and dancing over here or fighting over there. I'm making the rounds. Looking for a party crowd It's Leap Weekend Leap, leap, leap Looking for a party crowd Slamming them back And laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick The blues can't hang around Are y'all ready to get your leap year going? Oh, man That'll put a smile on your leap year weekend (laughs) Hello, we're back this is the Y'all Show, Hour 2, end of the week fun here, getting you in the right mindset. And that song there will help us do that. David Lee Murphy's Party Crowd. Well, we are celebrating Leap Day on Saturday, February 29th, 2020. Leap Day. And some of you might be having one of those birthdays you get to celebrate every four years or so. It's a weird thing with the calendar when we have Leap Days, but that is that's reality that's what we have to do and we know that it's just the kind of right now i want to know what the history of leap day february 29th this year is leap day and is let's see leap day is a date added to most years that are divisible by four 2020 has a leap day 2024 is going to have a leap day a leap day is added in various solar calendars calendars based on the earth's revolution around the sun including the gregorian calendar standard in most of the world and it, I, this is a little bit above my pay grade here while we while we have them leap days can present a particular problem in computing known as the leap year bug when february 29th is not handled correctly in logic that accepts or manipulates dates okay leap year there's people born on leap day people that are famous let me read off some of these famous people who born on a leap day, people that you might have heard of. Let's see here. American actress Caitlin E.J. Meyer, born in 1992 on leap day that year. Also, let me see. Cullen Jones, an American swimmer. And Mark Foster, a singer, songwriter, actor. Let's see. Let's go back in time a little bit more. I'm looking for an A-lister here. Chucky Brown, American basketball player and coach, born on a leap day. 
Also, let's go back in time even more. I'm looking for a really good, I mean, I guess there may be a rule that if you're born on leap day, you're not that famous. That appears to be the case. I, I still, Dinah Shore, there's one. Dinah Shore, a good Southerner out of Winchester, Tennessee, out of Vanderbilt University alum. Dinah Shore, of course, all over TV back in the day. And she was born February 29th of 1916 there in Winchester, Southern Middle Tennessee. She passed away in 1994 at age 77. I didn't realize this. She had two husbands, George Montgomery. She was married to him for 20 years. And then she was married for only a year to Maurice Smith. I did not know until it was recently pointed out to me that she had a lover. And it must not have been a secret. I just, I guess I wasn't paying attention at the time. A lover in Burt Reynolds. They may have even lived together. Yes, she had a four-year romance with Burt Reynolds. And he was 20 years younger than her back in the early 1970s. And then after that, she ended up dating Andy Williams and Tarzan actor Ron Ely. Burt Reynolds, 20 years older. How about that one? That You don't often see guys getting into relationships with women 20 years senior. By the way, she was born, Donna Shore, Fanny Rose Shore, born to Russian Jewish immigrant shopkeepers there in Winchester, Tennessee. How about that? One of our great Southern Jews who went on to great fame and was a great singer, actress, TV show host, and more. Born on a leap day in 1916. Now, let's go from sing, talking, singing the praises of Dinah Shore to a real singer who was not born on a leap day. He was born on a June 26th day back in 1903. But we're telling you about Big Bill today. Big Bill Brunsey, who was born Lee Conley Bradley. How do you go from Lee Conley Bradley to Big Bill Brunsey is beyond my comprehension. I, I can't even comprehend why we have a leap day, but we we do. And Dinah Shore and others born on this day would fight you to the death because that's their birthday, for goodness sake. <laughs> Big Bill Brunsey, he actually had a record out in 1940 called Leap Year Blues. And he was under the name Big Bill on this record. It was put out by Vocalion Records. This record label became OK, O-K-E-H. I've heard of that one. I'd never heard of vocalion or vocalion a defunct name in 1940 cbs records they changed the name of this imprint vocalion to ak and it had not been used for some time after that and so while it was still this vocalion records this artist had this record out and he it's called leap year blues big bill this came out it was recorded April 17, 1940, just before America's entry into World War II, a song, Leap Year Blues. And it it's the only song I could find that is about a leap day or leap year. Now, let me tell you a little bit more about Big Bill Brunsey. As he, here, here's the classic bluesman story. Are y'all ready for this? We don't know where he was born. It's disputed that he might have been born in Scott, Mississippi. That's Bolivar County near Cleveland, Mississippi, on the western edge of the Delta, right near the Mississippi River. We're not sure if he was born in Scott, Mississippi, or he was born in Lake Dick, Arkansas. 
they're really not that far apart from each other but they're on two different sides of the mighty mississippi so the the bottom line is it doesn't matter which side of the river he was born he grew up in the arkansas delta his family lived near pine bluff for a time and he started to teach himself fiddle at a young age and got into singing this was again in the 19 teens and 20s when he was learning the craft of singing and playing then he went to chicago he went there and he switched from playing the guitar or he switched from playing the fiddle to the guitar and he learned to play minstrel shows and more and ended up having a chance to record and paramount for the first time used brunsey's full name on a recording called station blues and it was misspelled as big bill broomsley if you have a copy of station blues somewhere around you might know what we're talking about that but in the 1940s he ended up being again on this vocalion records which was part of cbs and he had this song called the leap year blues and i wouldn't say that's his most famous song but it was something that we're sitting here what 80 years later playing it on today's y'all show and we salute this guy because it's a blues song and we love good blues music here in the south a good arkansas bluesman in big bill aka big bill brunsey he was really marketed both ways throughout his career now in 1958 brunsey suffered from throat cancer he died in august of 1958 buried in blue island illinois in 19 in 2019 the new york times magazine listed big bill brunsey among hundreds of artists whose material was reportedly destroyed in a universal fire back in 2008 there was a lot of people whose material was lost in that fire in 2008 and his unfortunately lost in time but thanks to the internet and more we know that this guy's music does live on in 1980 Brunsey was inducted to the first class of the Blues Hall of Fame, along with 20 other of the world's greatest blues legends. He was inducted in 2007 into the first class of the Janet Records Walk of Fame, alongside Louis Armstrong, Jelly Roll Morton, Gene Autry in there, as well as Lawrence Welk. He's also a guy that inspired as a guitar player, Muddy Waters, Memphis Slim, Rory Gallagher, Ben Taylor, Steve Howe, and more. And here on today's Y'all Show, we're going to play from this song in 1940, the Leap Year Blues put out on Vocalion Records. Not a huge single. I don't think this, I don't know really how they did it in blues music in the World War II era, but it's a song that was a full range recording that went out. People had a chance to buy it. And this blues singer with a piano, guitar, and drums accompanying him has a perfect song here on Leap Day 2019. Enjoy Big Bill out of Pine Bluff, Arkansas, and the Leap Year Blues. I'm glad now. Now you got to love Big Bill son now. I'm glad this is Leap Year. Now you gotta love Big Bill's son now. Yeah, you've been spending my money, woman. Ooh, love, I gotta get even somehow. Is it leap there, woman? Women gotta take care of the men. You'll have to bring me your check. 
can't find your name Just like I treated you, woman You gotta treat me the same I'm glad now Now you got a little big bill, son, now Gotta get even somehow You'll have to pay the rent And pay the grocery bill I will wear the nation's sack Tied around my waist You'll have to do what I say And I mean make haste If you don't now, woman Somebody gonna take your place You got a little big bill, son, now. Dad, you been spending my money, women. Ooh, love, I gotta get even somehow. Is it leap yeah, baby? I declare you got to pay all the bills. Happy Leap Day and Leap Year, and an awesome recording going back to 1940 from Big Bill Brunzi. Check it out sometimes if you want to know more about the lineage and history of blues music and a great Arkansan there with a song right just perfect for the weekend. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we've got some social media fun perfect for this day and the whole weekend as well. We'll share that with you. And then as we wrap up today's Y'all Show, we'll take a quick look at the movies that are hitting the box office this weekend, a little bit of NASCAR news, and we'll even talk about the XFL. All that come, it's still to come, right here. Don't you go anywhere. Don't change that channel. The Y'all Show will be right back. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. 
and I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Hashtag hullabaloo. We're ready to rock and roll with our dive into social media madness. And this is not really to start out here on today's y'all show, end of the week edition social media fun. This is not really from Instagram or even Twitter as we start out today. I found this one actually posted on Facebook. A link to a story at our partner here, y'all.com, the ultimate guide to the South, by the way. Y'all.com's got an article up right now, and the Facebook tag says, Ever been to Tupelo? 150 reasons you need to go to Tupelo, Mississippi. The question is to you, I just got to ask you, friend, have you ever been to Tupelo? That beautiful spot there in Lee County in northeast Mississippi. And if you're from Tupelo, you'll know a real Tupelian. You know how? It's how they pronounce their town. Let me give you a little insider scoop as a fellow that's been going to Tupelo for now more than 20 years on a pretty regular basis. Used to work in Tupelo, not didn't live there, but used to work there and had to go there several times a month. If you're from Tupelo, you don't say Tupelo. You, you you put your nose to work when you say your town. It's it's Tew, Tupelo. Tew, are you from Tupelo? Have you ever been to Tupelo, Mississippi? Tew, Tew. Say that if you. Tew, 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 Tew. Sound like Roscoe P. Coltrane. Tew, 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 Tew. Who used to live in Oxford, not far from Tupelo, when he was a professor teaching, I guess, the cinematic arts at the University of Mississippi. Tupelo, have you ever been to Tupelo? And y'all.com's got 150 reasons why you need to go to T-U-P-E-L-O. First of all, Tupelo, a.k.a. Tupelo, has some great festivals, many of which celebrate their native son, a guy named Elvis Aaron Presley. There's a couple festivals of note coming up in just the springtime that we'll tell you right now. Part of the 150 reasons you need to go to Tupelo. And go there soon. First festival, April 3rd through 5th there in Tupelo. Dancing with the King. Music of Elvis and dancing. This is a festival going on that first weekend in April. Just before Easter arrives April 12th. Dancing with the King. Check it out. Tupelo has a very active tourism office there. And Neil McCoy, not the country music singer, but another, spelled the same way. Neil McCoy leads that office. I've dealt with him Many times through the years, Dancing with the Kings, that's a festival early April, early May. It's the Tupelo Blue Suede Cruise. This is a classic car show right there at the Tupelo Automobile Museum next to the Bank Corp South Arena. 
and that's going on may 1st through the 3rd of may tupelo blue suede cruise and then the weekend after that may 8th through may 9th and may 8th there is a special day for me because may 8th 2010 exactly 10 years ago this same weekend of the gum tree arts festival i was in tupelo mississippi may 8th 2010 because that's where my son was born on that may 8th 2010 day right there at the hospital in tupelo mississippi so that's one reason this lovely spot there in lee county is a is a little special to me tupelo may 8th through 9th they won't be having my son's 10-year birthday party instead and, and they should trust me maybe we all should they've got the gum tree arts festival an arts music and food festival there that second weekend of may gum tree that's a nickname there in the tupelo area tupelo honey tupelo gum tree yeah the gum tree arts festival tupelo is may 8th through may 9th now you might not know this part of the 150 reasons y'all.com has this article up of why you need to go to tupelo is a term that i was not that familiar with because i'm not much of a wine connoisseur but the word of the day on the y'all show is not tupelo it's metery m-e-a-d-e-r-y and if you're rather intelligent you're probably looking down at me and saying that john guy is a complete fool how does he not know what a metery is and a metery and i didn't say meat meat m-e-a-t it's m-e-a-d-e-r-y a metery is a winery that produces honey wines or meads m-e-a-d-s particularly in cornwall in england a metery can also refer to a type of restaurant that serves mead and food with a medieval ambiance and i don't know if the place in tupelo that i'm about to tell you about what all they have but let me tell you what according to y'all.com tupelo has mississippi's first metery it's the home of queen's reward metery in tupelo mississippi and this is a small batch metery that produces a wide variety of meads from traditional dry and sweet to fruit flavored meads including cranberry pino and lemonade and the honey is locally sourced by the way for y'all peasants that may not know what mead is it's an alcoholic drink made from fermenting honey yeast and water see if i'd have gone to y'all.com first instead of going to merriam webster i could have told you the more southern definition again mead an alcoholic drink made from fermenting honey yeast and water and there in tupelo you'll find queen's reward metery i don't know where that's located remember this is in north northeast mississippi which is heavy 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 southern baptist country and for a long time most of the counties including lee county had very strict drinking laws i know in the county that i lived in lafayette county two counties away from lee county they just in the last five or six years changed the laws there where you can have cold beer in grocery stores in the city of oxford in lafayette county you can't have cold beer i don't think you can have beer at all in the grocery in the gas stations and grocery stores i think i'm right on that and in oxford you could buy beer for a long time it just was not cold and i know in the county to the north of lee county that's prentice county where boonville mississippi is unless they've changed laws there 
you can't even have alcohol of any kind come through that county i know people who've been stopped traveling through on us 45 who've been they've been ticketed for having beer they bought in another county not even open just in a in a sack in the back seat and they got a a, a heavy fine for just passing through that county with alcohol alcohol and so to have this uh, metery in tupelo seems to be is tupelo getting a little liberal <laughs> are they are they a little progressive there in elvis's hometown maybe so check out this place the queen's reward metery and check out the article at y'all.com the 150 reasons you need to go to tupelo have you ever been to tupelo well now's your chance check it out fantastic article moving along we go into twitter to find this tweet coming to us in hashtag hello blue from grandfather dabney at grand dabney on twitter a free speech advocate he says if i retweet your stuff it's because every side needs a voice if we can't express our conviction we all live under tyranny i admire your sentiment here now what grandfather dabney oh grand dabney on twitter here's what he writes there this week and i read this article prior to seeing this so i have a little bit of knowledge of what he's speaking of and he's kind of channeling our inner u.s marine corps jody system here when he writes one two three four we hate the new gay corps hashtag southern people the empire hates you stop filling its ranks with your sons okay i'm not sure where he's going with that one but i'll reference you the link and the gif that he includes here on his tweet and i'll tell you a little bit more about i think where he's coming from he's got a gif that has a picture of a guy with a camouflage type jacket on with a it's a confederate flag patch but it's sort of the desert looking uh uh, monochrome look to the flag i've got some hats similar to that with state flag logos and i like that look the kind of patch you can rip off like like the military uses and this guy's image here on this gif has a picture of that patch of the battle flag and it says southern southerners are the janissaries of the managerial class and here we we just told you about meads and what in the world that means well forgive me y'all i didn't know what this word means janissary what is a janissary i know what a janitor is a janissary is described as a devoted follower or or rather a devoted follower or supporter and are you a janissary and according to this gif southerners are the janissaries of the managerial class that his opinion in this gif i i don't know no about that one but i know where he's coming from i know where why he's talking about all this as he has a link to a tweet from task and purpose on twitter at task and purpose and they have a story that came out this week where the marine commandant has banished confederate symbols from all u.s marine corps installations general david berger ordering this this week that all confederate related paraphernalia are going to be removed from installations of the u.s marine corps as military analyst b.a friedman tweeted a document showing the commandant's decision on wednesday the document did not say when all of the confederate related paraphernalia needed to be removed by 
Berger spokesman confirmed to task and purpose that the commandant has sent a directive to his senior staff that's ordered all installations to get rid of symbols of the Confederate States of America. The question is, what what in the world does the U.S. Marine Corps have that's Confederate related? I, I can't think of anything. And I love Civil War history. And I'm a fan of the Confederate States of America, primarily because my grandfather's fault in the Confederate Army. I like it. I like, I like history, so therefore I like it. And there's a difference between liking history and the study of the Confederate States Army and Confederate States Navy, even a Confederate States Marine Corps. Yeah, there was a Confederate States Marine Corps, not very large. There's a big difference between that and people who are using Confederate symbols for hatred, and I certainly don't want that at all. I know it happens some. I don't think it happens all that much because these same people who have hatred in their heart they have a lot of other symbols besides confederate flags too that they use in their whole mission to be hateful and be race mongers a lot of times these right-wing agitators if you want to call them that don't even have confederate imagery there they've got the u.s flag the christian flag and other things and so i'm a guy who wants to defend the flag when it's the right thing to do and i defend it proudly because i'm a southerner i'm i've got lineage to that flag that fought and my great great grandfather raw was a prisoner of war fighting for the confederacy so i'm proud of my family okay and therefore when i see articles like this coming out from our u.s marine corps which to my knowledge there's no and i'm a guy that would know this stuff because i'm a nerd about civil war history and I don't know of any connection between the Marine Corps and Confederate stuff of today. And the reason is, every Marine Corps installation that I know of is not its not named after Confederate people. In fact, there's 10 U.S. Army bases that are named after Confederate figures. Installations like Fort Hood in Texas and Fort Bragg in North Carolina and a lot of big ones I'm, I'm listing some major major fort ap hill of virginia i think is still a u.s army base there's a lot of them and i don't think there's a fort robert e lee anywhere i think there is a fort lee but i'm not sure that's technically named after him or maybe is even his uh his his, his own father was a revolutionary war figure i think so marine corps i don't know where you're coming from this other than trying to get in the news in fact speaking of that general david berger okay so he comes out and says that the marine corps is going to cut everything to do with the confederate stuff which i don't think they have anything out there anyway but in his same memo this is maybe getting into the mindset of what this guy was doing here this week same memo he wants to sit here and bash the confederate stuff he also has ordered in the same memo leaders of the marine corps to find ways to move more women into combat jobs and to also review the possibility of year-long maternity leave for female marines also to extend parental leave policies to same-sex partners that's a heck of a memo to go from talking about the confederate flag and how this other confederate stuff's got to get out of this marine corps oh yeah by the way we're going to find more ways to get women in combat. We're going to give women a year-long maternity leave if they're in the Marine Corps. And, oh, yeah, we're going to give extended parental leave policies to same-sex partners. That's a pretty, uh, that's a heck of a memo. All in one 
one shot there from the Marine Corps Commandant, David Berger. Now, in trying to understand why he would, uh, I mean, if he wants to try to enact these things, I guess that's his right as the Commandant. I would try to outflank him there (laughs) in the government and say, look here, guy, the Marine Corps is proud of its history, as it should be. From the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli, the Marine Corps is a a fantastic branch of our military, without a doubt. Of course, it technically falls under the United States Navy. But as a guy, like I said, as a guy from the South, proud Southern, proud of my my ancestors who fought in the Civil War and those who fought in subsequent wars as well, I didn't have any that I know of fought in the Revolutionary War, so I can't I can't claim that one. But I, I have to defend them. I have to defend them because I feel like they did what they were supposed to do. And and every actual military banner, the I don't know if the Marines, I've never seen the Marines, they have the battle streamers on their flags. The Like if you go to a uh, an army event, the U.S. Army, and that you look at a, a, a real U.S. Army flag, that white flag with the Army logo on it, if you, if you see one that's done up right, they actually have a whole bunch of what's called battle streamers on that U.S. Army flag, and they have the battles that the Army's been in. I don't know if the Marines do that as well, but the Army flag has a bunch of streamers specific to the Civil War, and they've got – the streamer is sort of a half blue, half gray streamer, and some of those streamers are battles in which the Confederate States Army won. So the Army obviously isn't so paranoid about this stuff. So why is the Marine Corps and this Commandant David Berger a little bit paranoid? Well, I think I might have the answer. Again, as a guy that's proud of his Confederate ancestors, I'm also proud of my alma mater. As my alma mater literally fired the first shots of the Civil War, January 9th, 1861, I'm talking about the Military College of South Carolina, the Citadel in Charleston, South Carolina, where... We have that symbol of the Star of the West, the ship that we fired on on our class rings, and a wonderful institution there in the low country of South Carolina. Now, back in the Civil War time period, after firing the first shots of the Civil War, cadets from what was then the South Carolina Military Academy were put into service for the state of South Carolina, and they fought in nine battles. Speaking of battle streamers, the Citadel has a flag there, their sort of regimental flag, and they've got nine battle streamers on that official school flag representing the nine battles in which Citadel cadets fought in the Civil War. And it's really neat. And I I should have them all memorized, and I'll do my best here. The first one, Star of the West, for that January 9th, 1861 skirmish with a federal steamship. Star of the West, James Island, uh, Charleston in the vicinity, Wapu Cut, and another one, one, one. Some of these actually repeat. They fought in multiple times on James Island. But the one that always kind of got to me because I'd never heard of this word in my life, one of the battles cadets from this school fought in in 1864 was the Battle of Telephony. That is in Yemassee, South Carolina. That's just off of Interstate 95, not all that far from Savannah, Georgia. Part of the Savannah Campaign and Sherman's march to the sea, the Confederates were outnumbered five to one, and they successfully defended a critical section of the Charleston-Savannah Railroad, and the entire corps of cadets from the Citadel were part of this battle, and this battle under the command of Sam Jones of the Confederate 
forces. Now, again, they were outnumbered 5,000 Yankees, 900 Confederates, and that included the entire Citadel Cadet Corps. Guess what? One of those Yankee units fighting against these cadets, these little kids from South Carolina's military school, was the U.S. Marine Corps. The U.S. Marine Corps, in a very rare occurrence, went inland and fought a battle. They didn't do this prior to this battle. The Marine Corps essentially was an organization that protected ships while they were in the harbor. But in this 1864 battle, there was a detachment of Marines that went in and fought this battle. And it was a rare occasion where the Marines fought combat during the Civil War. And they got beat. These Marines got defeated by the Citadel Cadets. And I'm very proud of that. And I know we've got some great Marines listening today to our y'all show. Thank you for your service, by the way. I don't think any of you were at this battle of Telephony in 1864. Have you? If you'd have been there, it might have been a different story for those Citadel Bulldogs. But I like to say, as we try to understand what's going on with the Marine Corps today, there might be a little bit of jealousy. Does the Marine Corps 0-1 against the Citadel? Citadel 1, Marine Corps 0. That's the reason, maybe for what's going on with the political correctness (laughs) all right Uh, we've got more of the y'all show now that we're going to switch over from civil war talk and talking about tweets and such like that we've got more of the show still to come stick around we've got a look at the new movies hitting the cinema this weekend a little nascar news and we even have xfl football on the docket all that's coming up as we wrap up our end of the week fun of the y'all show Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Now for the last segment on this end of the week fun of the y'all show, the talk show about the South. And if you got a little extra time this weekend, you might want to head into the movie theater. We got some good movies that you will be able to check out with your whole family in some cases, starting out with The Invisible Man. That's an Elizabeth Moss and Harriet Dyer film 
a horror mystery. It debuts this weekend. Wendy is out. This is a drama starring Yashua Mack, Devin France, and Gavin Naquin, directed by Ben Zeitlin. Wendy out in theaters this weekend. The Ride, that's got Ludacris. Hey, I didn't realize Ludacris was quite the actor. Ride is out this weekend. This inspiring story of a BMX champion who overcame an abusive childhood through the love and life lessons of his interracial foster family. Blake, not Sheldon, but Blake Sheldon also in this, as well as Shane Graham, The Ride out in theaters. Burden also out this weekend. The Whistlers, that's a comedy crime movie. That's got Rudika Lazar and more in there. St. Francis, a comedy out this weekend, as well as A White, White Day. That's a foreign film out this weekend. And Lost in America, a documentary directed by Rotmani Rainwater, a former homeless youth as he travels the country to shine a light on the epidemic of youth homelessness in America. Tiffany Haddish is one of the stars of this, as well as Halle Berry and John Bon Jovi. Uh, it's got a star-studded cast there in this documentary, Lost in America, in theaters where you may be this weekend. The XFL will be on television this weekend on channels like ABC, Fox, and ESPN2. This weekend, the XFL schedule includes on day one, Saturday, on Leap Day, the Los Angeles Wildcats will be at the New York Guardians there at MetLife Stadium. This is your first game of the weekend in the XFL. It's set for a 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock start on ABC. The evening game on the XFL features on Fox. The St. Louis Battlehawks hosting their second straight home game. The Dragons of Seattle wind their way to the Dome at America Center. This will be a Fox broadcast at 5 Eastern, 4 o'clock Central. On Sunday in the XFL, the upstart and I think still perfect, the best team in the league thus far, the Houston Roughnecks will be at the Dallas Renegades in the Battle of Texas. Fox Sports 1 is where you'll be able to tune in and see this at the old Rangers Ballpark, Globe Life Park. This is going to be a 4 Eastern, 3 o'clock Central start there on FS1. And then the nightcap in the XFL and the the swan song for the weekend, the D.C. Defenders trying to rebound after a tough loss out at Los Angeles last week. They're on the road again. This time they'll be going to Tampa Bay, and the still winless Vipers await D.C. and Tampa Bay, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central on ESPN2 on Sunday. I do like how the XFL kind of spreads it over two days, and you've got games on legitimate networks, ABC, Fox, Fox Sports 1, and ESPN, where you can tune in and see this good football i won't say it's great but it's it's getting better i I do enjoy it i bet you enjoy it too i also enjoy having golf back here in the south and that's what we have this weekend as the pga tour has its first southern based tournament this weekend from palm beach gardens in florida the pga national champion course host the honda classic the defending champ of that is keith mitchell and some of the players in this weekend's event zach johnson the former masters champion you also have kevin tway charles schwartzel who won the masters at one time and more like michael thompson's in there you got tommy fleetwood the the english golfer that's really really good and more it should be a fun weekend of golf there Watch out for the alligators there at Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, but the PGA Tour back in the south for for a spell. NASCAR is on its West Coast swing. They'll be racing this weekend on Sunday at the racetrack, the Auto Club Speedway. It's the NASCAR Cup Series at California. This is going to be a green flag start at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central on Sunday, televised on the Fox Network. 
And in the NHL, we don't often talk about the hockey league and all that going on. Although I must say, I haven't had a chance to address this yet. If you haven't seen it, and I'm sure you have, what a job by the Carolina Hurricanes emergency goalie this week. A guy who had never played in a real NHL game, and he had to come out of the stands, I think, as the Hurricanes had a game up in Canada. And this guy, who was in his 40s, who had used to be a Zamboni driver, and, and may still be a Zamboni driver somewhere, he came in and helped the Hurricanes win their hockey game up in, I'm thinking they were playing Toronto, I think. They were playing above the, the border. And this guy was a Canuck, the the guy that is the goalie, the reserve emergency goalie we're talking about. This North Carolina-based NHL team had to go up there. They had their top two goalies go out with injury in the in the game, and this guy had come in, and they ended up winning like six to three, and a really feel good story of a guy who had never played anywhere close to the NHL level of hockey, and he helped the Hurricanes get a big victory on the rink here this week. Now, in the in terms of the current NHL standings, as far as our Southern teams, the Tampa Bay Lightning have had a pretty good year. They're sixty three, rather they're forty and eighteen and their schedule and they're just behind the boston bruins in the eastern conference atlantic division the panthers of florida are 33 and 24 thus far a few points behind in the standings and the metropolitan division you're defending i think no nah, it was two years ago i think the washington capitals won you're defending stanley cup champs are the st louis blues the capitals are leading the metropolitan division they've got a 39 win total thus far the hurricanes at 35 so the hurricanes still with some work to do if they want to get into the playoffs the defending stanley cup champ blues they're right now leading the central division of the western conference with 37 victories that's also the same number of wins the dallas stars have the nashville predators they're getting a little bit better the preds right now with 31 wins but they're 70 points compared to the 84 points the defending stanley cup champions enjoy there in the western conference central division and then just a quick look at the western conference pacific division the vegas golden knights in what's now their third year playing nhl hockey they lead that pacific division over teams like the canucks and the edmonton oilers but hockey going full way into the playoffs here that will start in about two months or so but that's your quick nhl update as we have this leap day going on on saturday you might be able to tune in a little nhl hockey or go to a hockey game somewhere in one of our southern cities although not many of them have nhl franchises but could make for a good weekend well thank y'all for listening to us here as we celebrate leap day and celebrate the start of a new month march arrives sunday make sure you get those checks paid pay that rent if you got a rent check due may 1st and we'll be back with you Monday for all the fun. Recap what happens over the weekend. We'll be breaking it down on Monday's Y'all Show. And, of course, we'll be here all throughout the week giving you plenty of good Southern information. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you for listening to the Y'all Show. I'm John Rawls signing off from Dixie with Love's going to get us to the house.
Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. Dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.